Hey, let's go answer the bell, huh? If we just know what we're doing, work at it, and concentrate and do it. Here we go. Welcome into another episode of the Patriots Podcast. I'm Sean here with Ryan and JJ. Hello. What's up? Golly, does this feel good, huh? Patriots, 29 to zip. How often do you get a shutout like that? Dominant performance end to end. Very, very rarely and even less rare against, albeit four weeks in, the number one offense in the NFL. Um, Man, that team does not seem like it should be the number one offense in the NFL. They look terrible. They look all, terrible. All kinds of dumb decisions. Uh, 0 for 6 on fourth down. Holy shit. I mean, First time what, in NFL history. Is it? I mean, yeah. that was just a debacle. Um, our defense came to play, for sure. Our running game came to play. Zappy didn't turn the ball over. Um, all in all, pretty easy. Made it, made it all look pretty easy. Yeah, I mean... Um, must win game. We were all saying that last week. It, you know, we really needed this one, and to post a shutout. Basically, the shutout was because of the all because of the Lions and Dan Campbell. I mean, you had, um, you know, he had every opportunity to kick a field goal many times, and if he did, if you do the math out, like at a certain point in the game, it only would have been like what, uh, you know, twenty six to twelve or something. You know, within two scores, still a manageable game. Well, the big one, the big one was the fourth and nine from the Pats, thirty-two, and it was only a six-nothing ball game at that time. You kick a field goal, it's yeah. six to three. Yeah. They decided to go for it on fourth Ridiculous. and nine. Um, Goff rolls out left, you know, um, too much time, and Judon, you know, sprints over, strip sack. Kyle Duggar picks it up, thirteen to nothing, thirteen to nothing, and then they punt on their next drive, I believe. No. It wasn't a punt, was it? Was was that the uh, Jack Jones interception? And then uh, um, yeah, it was Jack Jones. I think it was. And then it was sixteen to nothing at halftime. It went from what could have been a six to three game to sixteen to nothing in a matter of seconds. Uh, that went pretty quickly. So it snowballed out of control for them real fast. And after that, they almost had to go for it on some of the other fourth downs. Uh, but the the running game for us was, I thought, Dominant. the best. And uh, we lost Damian Harris to a hamstring injury, but Ramondre Stevenson came in and gave us 161 rushing yards um, with no real backup, right? I mean, he was the only No, he was it. He was the last one on the the roster that was a running back. He played every snap, I think, and and he was just incredible. What what a game for him. The offensive line looked good. No problems from Wynn this week, (laughs) which was nice nice to see because he was absolutely atrocious the week before. And the best part of the day, beautiful day, uh, the throwback unis, you know. <laughs> Your favorite part of the day. Oh, yeah. I love it. Uh, the throwback unis, the throwback field with Pat Patriot at center field. Oh, beautiful. Let's go. The best, right? Yeah, yeah. I love seeing those out there. God, how many times are they going to wear them this year? Is it twice? They should wear them. They should, should wear, wear them half time. the time. Yeah, I love them. So good. Just a, just a classy uniform, nice helmet. Let's do, let's do <laughs> it, man. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the Lions set the pace at the beginning of the game it was fourth and one from their 45 on the first drive of the game and they're like screw it we're going we're gonna, for it and I'm, yeah that was terrible you're sitting there like uh you guys have allegedly the best offense in the nfl and the other team starting a rookie in his first start and you don't want to pin him at his end zone for his first drive like yeah that's the move yeah. they, they did not put the pressure on and some of their defenses they called were just like hey everybody sit back and it's like Dan Campbell doesn't know what he's doing. Why are you not blitzing a rookie quarterback at his first career start? Like, there was not a lot of blitzes coming, which is one of the things that I think really our offensive line has been bad at is picking up the blitz. So, well, we were doing a lot more max protect, too. I mean, I really liked, I got to give it to Patricia calling a whole game all the way through and keeping Zappy out of mistakes. It was really, like you were saying earlier, he didn't really turn the ball over. He had one interception, which was Nelson Aguilar. Who bobbled the ball and threw it up in the air, and their defender comes and grabs it. Great Nelson pick. Aguilar, great pick, but that's Nelson Aguilar's what third kind of basically turnover in five weeks. He looks yeah, like the, Eagles, yeah. Nelson Aguilar. It's yeah. like, why are you giving up the ball so we stuff like that? That doesn't make sense. So, anyways, I wouldn't really count that against Zappy, but this is kind of the offense we were Mac was given last year, and they kind of started opening up a little bit this year, and then. 
you know, I just think it's interesting that this is what we were kind of more towards what we were expecting for the offense to be run this year. A lot of run heavy, like we were saying last week, fo- focused, focused more on the running game and playing off of that. And we didn't do that to Mac. It's almost like we fed Mac to the wolves and run and gun. We're going to, you know, go all the way with this guy. It's like, wait a second. Josh was very easy on Mac last year. And this year, you know, we threw the kitchen sink at him or whatever happened, changed everything. And, you know, this is more of the offense he should have been running. 21 passes. You know, 20 to 30 passes. You shouldn't be throwing all all over the place all game. Like you said, Stevenson is just a force. You know, as the game goes on, no one wants to tackle him. He's got that quick first step. He knows what he's doing. And then, you know, Jacoby Myers made it easy, too. His return was huge. Seven receptions, 111 yards, touchdown from Zappi. Zappi basically looked at him and Hunter Henry, got Henry involved, and that was really it because, you know, no one else was really doing anything. And that's fine. That's fine. So, mm-hmm. I mean, against Detroit, at least. We'll see how how good it is against everyone else. Their yeah, defense was... sucks. Their offense is not number I don't get it. Yeah, I didn't see a number one offense out there. But the Patriots did a really good job on Hawkinson, just kind of um, beating him up. You know, putting a shell over him with one guy on him and another guy looking at him. Um, they really took him away, and, and they, dropped, they dropped their safeties deep and said, you're going to have to beat us deep, and they couldn't. That's all that, that Goff wants to do is throw the ball deep. He doesn't want to take the short drives, the tedious drives. That's not what he's what he likes to do. So it was really a great game plan. Um, Parker and, and Bourne didn't really do much, but it didn't matter. You know, it was Bourne very got in trouble. Did he? For Bourne what? got in trouble with Belichick on that. Well, yeah, he had two penalties in the first half. Oh. Like he had a false start, and he had a, it might have been an illegal motion. Yeah, and then Belichick got on him, and yeah. he was like getting back. At, he was like, "Well, try and explain his case." And Bill finally, what did he do? Point to the bench or something? He looked at the bench and was like, "You should get the fuck over there." <laughs> something along those lines. And Didn't then Bourne like was like, "God damn it!" And you're like, "Oh, that's maybe what was, has been going on." Yeah, he's explaining yeah. his case all the time, and they're like, "We don't care. Just don't do it again." Pretty uh, penalty also, free though. Yeah, the game. yeah. I'd say so. I mean, we did a lot of max protect, which was nice. That helped win. Uh, Thornton, you saw him get his first time, two receptions, seven yards, nothing really there. But he's starting to take away from Parker's time, which is interesting to me because when you look at the snap count, Thornton got um, you know 25 snaps or so, and usually well, uh, Parker Parker usually gets all of them, and he didn't this game. He got like 30-something. Look, uh, well, it's going to change in the fourth quarter when you're up by 20. You're up by 20, true. 20 to That's nothing. True too. When we saw a lot more of Lil' Jordan. In the fourth quarter, and he's just blocking in there. Maybe yeah. you take Devontae out because you don't don't need him. Not that he he didn't even get a target, Devontae Parker. Yeah, and he's played what well, I want to say like ninety eight plus percent of the snaps on every single game so far. Yeah. Yeah. So giving him a break is you know that's not a bad thing. And I wonder if Mac Jones is kind of taking notes right now from from Zappy because we don't need him to be throwing all these fifty fifty balls. And I think Zappy didn't throw a single fifty fifty. No, no, the whole game. And, well, that's and, I feel like that's coaching because like even in this game, the touchdown to Myers that was schemed up wide open. Like we hadn't seen that stuff one and two. You know what I mean? Like there were no there was. Hunter Henry. We were scheming Hunter Henry open. That's why I got a couple of receptions. Why? And there was other times where he's wide open. It was like, where the hell has that been? I mean, I know it's Detroit, and they they're not known to have a good defense. That's fine. But like, you know, guy should be wide open against the defense. That's not good if you're scheming it up. And we finally did it and put Zappy in a good position. I feel like, you know, hopefully Mac. Now we know. Like I'm not going crazy for Zappy. I think he's good. I'll take it. He does. I think it's really good that Mac has someone behind him that like is not Brian Hoyer, who clearly didn't want to fucking play in that game and didn't want to <laughs> yeah. go in there. Yeah. Now he's got someone that's like, oh, I want to go in. I want to get better. I want to learn from you. And if I can, I'll take your fucking job. Yeah. Like yeah. that's a good thing to have on a football team. And Zappy. Seems a lot better. He's the best rookie quarterback in the league right now. Yeah, it's it's weird, right? I always I always say every draft you should just take a quarterback, you know, because at some point you should just take one, because um, you you never really know about some of these kids. Zappy was I think the fifth quarterback taken in this draft, where Mac Jones was the fifth quarterback taken in his draft, but they all went in the first round. You know, in right. this one they got him what in the fourth or fifth? Fourth, fourth round. Yeah. Fourth. So I mean, he did some really good things at Western Kentucky. He's, he seems to have a, uh, a level head. He doesn't freak out like Mac does. Um, he takes care of the ball. 
which is all we really need right now. I mean, our defense is, is pretty decent, and we have a good running game, and those should be the staples of our team, not these 50-50 balls. And I hope when Mac comes back, and I, I'm pretty sure he's going to be the starter when he comes back, but now we can at least say when you come back, you need to be 100% because this guy can do the job. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. And he, I think we all came away from this game going, when you ask the quarterback to just stay within himself, this, this team is a winner. And not, I'm not saying they, they're going to beat the best teams in the NFL. Well, they have they, enough talent. But yeah, they, but they can beat mediocre teams. And uh, what Zappi did is he did exactly what you said, James. When they're schemed open, he hit them. When the play wasn't there, he threw it away. He shook yep. Aiden Hutchinson once or twice. He was good. He's mobile. He was all right in the pocket. And yeah. on top of that, though, our offensive line played a clean fucking game. Yeah. Like, you know, the first three, this offensive line, So I think someone said it on the radio the other day, this offensive line got their first two quarterbacks injured and out for weeks. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? That's the, you know, you can blame it on whoever you want. At the bottom of the end of the day, it's the offensive line, and they did that. So the fact that they had a clean game plus had 170-something rushing yards total, like, they're coming together. Trent Brown was finally, you know, the left tackle that we were hoping. He was mm-hmm. bowling people over. Like, you know, he made Aiden, he, you said Aiden Hutchinson. He made Aiden Hutchinson look like he's a bitch. Like, you didn't hear from him. He didn't show up. He was nowhere. <laughs> Trent Brown just tossed him aside. Is what we, and, you know, you mentioned when... The interior, we st- you know, Strange is having I think less mistakes because you're notice you're not really noticing him on passing plays, which is good. They got Cannon as the swing tackle. Um, you know, real random, but I want to just throw this out there. Kajust is on the IR. Yeah. For, for his thumb. Well, it's the, the IR is not the full season more. I know that, but who, why would you miss time for having a thumb injury? I don't know. Aren't you hitting people with your thumb every play as a tackle? You see, uh, you, but you see guys with casts and stuff all the time, don't on you? On defense. On defense, they do that. No, on offense, I mean, you got to do that subtle no. hold. They need their Offensive thumbs. line is like strictly hands and leverage. All right. No. I was surprised to see a thumb. I've never heard of an offensive lineman leaving because of a thumb. Yeah. It really makes you question that trade when they traded, is it Justin Heron? Yeah. Why did we get rid of him? Why did we get rid of him? And, and now we have now we got to sign Marcus Cannon out of retirement, who's been good. Good. He's been he's, he's done been, everything yeah. that you would expect yeah. from a guy that came totally out of retirement. Totally respectable guy to bring in. You know, you know he's gonna do his job most of the time, and you know he'll make some mistakes here and there, but he's but still so yeah. injuries. We'll worry about. You know I got I mean? two, two more things on the offense. I think Jacoby Myers coming back off that injury, you could just see how much he brings to the he's offense. Our, he's able he's to our, shake people quickly. He's sure-handed, and uh, he's, he's, a legit he's just able one. to be a go-to guy. People, I wouldn't call him a legit number one. He's, no, he's definitely not a legit number one. Seven but, for one eleven. Well, it's this game. game. I mean, he's all he's playing in the slot the whole time. It's it's all one-on-one coverage. He's a good number two. Yeah. I think he's, you know, he's an interior player. The yeah. other one is Ramondre Stevenson was fantastic. Uh, love that Damian Harris. That that's going to hurt him being injured. But can we really go with two running backs in a game? Like that's just that's no depth. And are yeah, they going to bring Taylor up? They got Taylor. Um, they got Pierre have, Strong. Pierre Strong has got to be activated. I mean, you got to have three running backs. Bring. I'd bring in the other rookie. Well, then you worry about fumbling. What if What if Ramondre rolled an ankle? I mean, you're you're sitting there going, okay, I guess we're throwing it every down with a rookie quarterback. I know. What do you put Born in? A, like, who would even play running back? Yeah, I would be shocked if it wasn't Pierre Strong or Kevin Harris. Um, but they weren't I'd active, bring... so you, you just have to. No, have I'm to... saying like next game. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Talk... For this game, there was only the two. Only the two. I feel like you you got to have three running backs active because that's that that position just gets injured so readily. Well, they yeah. were willing to take the gamble, and they did. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what they would have done without that. I mean, Johnny Smith wasn't playing. Exactly. You know? He would have been my natural pick. Yeah. Um, I don't know who else, I don't know who else you'd put in there. You know, you might have to go empty. For a game that we pitched a shutout, we haven't talked enough about the defense. Matthew Judon was an absolute sensation. He's a beast. He's at his four. Yeah, his, yeah uh, he's killing it. Matthew Judon self. in September, October is like one of the best players in the entire league. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hopefully he can continue that this season I mean, more really so than our, he did last our year. Whole, our whole pass rush, too. It's like the we can send four and get 
pressure within three seconds or four seconds yeah. every time. It's like we don't need extra guys to get after the quarterback. Barmore was tossing people around. He still has some work to do on the, in the run game. I saw him pick the wrong hole a couple times, but in the pass rush, it's like he's you know if you give him a if you give him one you know single single guy against him, he'll he'll push him right back. And Wise still is you know helps beat the pocket. I mean they're doing they they look really good. Um, you saw Jennings and then Uche too. The two of them kind of switch off, and between the those five guys, it's like wow. That is yeah. that is tough to to get by. Run run defense different story, and that's what I'm most afraid of going forward. So I'll talk about, but um, pass rushmen, they got They're it. pretty good. Imagine if they had like a, a legitimate guy on the other side that could get the kind of pressure that Judon does, though. You know, I you know, I keep wanting it to be Uche, but it just doesn't seem to be happening fully. Um, and I mean, he's good. Of, he shows up. He's just not as you know. You see him back there. He he's kind of stiff. He doesn't like. If you know he can be faked, Judon will just come at you like a house, and it's like you're afraid. Uche, he can get a little shaked and baked, you know. You know, sometimes he'll slide by you and stuff like that. Yeah, Jennings is coming. Jennings had his best game, I think. I noticed him. I was noticing. Yeah, he was a lot. pretty good. I thought Mac Wilson was good too. Uh, Mac Wilson, Peppers, Peppers was in on him a lot. I saw him a lot. He made some plays yeah. back there. Did he? McMillan. McMillan. McMillan had, had, had McMillan made a couple play. stops. Yep. I think one of was one of them was on fourth down. Um, yeah, McMillan made some plays this week. We had a lot of linebackers there, you know, and the I can only get, think got the most time this. Week. I think it's I can only really think line. of two two that play consistently. It's usually Bentley and Judon, and the other guys they just kind of mix and match and throw them in there. Yeah, but we got those safeties too. You know, Phillips made a couple of really good plays. Uh, Duggar, obviously, with the touchdown, he looks Doug, great. Duggar in coverage, he's he's really made a leap. I think. Covering tight yeah. ends, he he blanketed um, Hawkinson. Hawkinson. Hawkinson, yeah. And, Hawkinson yeah. went Hawkinson for like seventy last week, and then and two touchdowns zip. and a two point conversion, and what one catch this week? I I was you know I have him on my fantasy team, so I was I was hoping he did a little bit more than that, but you know <laughs> whatever, whatever, I'll take it. Anybody yeah, who had Travis Kelsey on their fantasy team was just lit up this week. I know, ridiculous, <laughs> dude. I think he had like. All four of it. He had like four or five catches, and they were all for touchdowns and, and like the red area. Less than ten yards. Yeah, they're all just red area touchdowns. It's like Jesus. I, if I was playing against him in fantasy, I'd be fucking furious. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah oh, especially brutal. on a Monday night. Uh, so just just to close out this game, uh, this is a statement win. This and is Jack Jones. Too. Jack Jones. We didn't say enough about him. He's a fucking player. Jack Jones is Our good. rookies. He's got all juice. The all the rookies this game came, came and, and contributed. Not all of them, but but most of them. It's Jack Jones, uh, Zappi. Sam Roberts even got in there. Uh, yeah, Roberts, I think he, he was on the field. I don't know if he did anything. but um, Thornton, Strange. Thornton, Strange. Uh, who's the, uh, Marcus Jones played a little bit. Yep, yep. Didn't really have the impact that he did last week, but I saw him playing on defense too. He got they some didn't snaps punt there. the ball. That's good. I want to see him on defense too. They never punted. They didn't score, so he couldn't be. He wasn't the return guy, you know. I know they go for it every fourth down, so it wasn't like he had the opportunity there, you know. Literally. And Nick Folk, you got to take your hats off to Nick Folk. Nails, too, you know. I mean, this Still guy. I mean, we only scored two touchdowns, so fourteen. Fifty. He made five field goals. Yeah. yeah. Um. One of our Killed touchdowns it. was defensive. I don't want to get too overhyped on the offense because five field goals and one touchdown. You know, Detroit sucks. Also, and the Detroit, worst defense in the NFL. The worst defense in the NFL. Sucks. So pump the brakes a little bit on Zappy. You know, Aaron Glenn, the defensive coordinator for Detroit, his uh, he's got to get some stuff together, or he's not going to last very long. We already saw our first head coach fired this week. That rule after <laughs> that was five. early. To I, um, to Aaron Glenn's um. I don't know what the word is, defense. but defense, I guess he lost like all of his defensive backs in this game. Insane, like, at right? one, at one moment they had like three or four None. of their starters injured. Five. There was five injured starters. At one I mean, it was, no, they were uh, dropping like flies. One of them had to go to the, team. one of them got carted off and had to go to the hospital. Also, um, not, not to just jump all over that point. Uh, but Jeff Akuda, third overall pick. Not good. Yeah, Brutal. Brutal. He's not good. Oh my God, that's Ohio right. State I kid. God, he I believe was drafted he's that an high. incredible he athlete. But what? Uh, it's like he's got no instincts for the position at all. No. Yeah. I mean, they got destroyed. That defense is a mess, an absolute mess. I mean, 
Hutchins seems seems like he can play. Other than that, I mean, it's like Ali McNeil, I guess, made a couple plays. It's few and far between there. They really have some work to do if they're going to save that team. Yeah, I, I was high on Detroit too. You know, a lot of people were. I, I thought was they were like, oh, I think it's Detroit, but we'll see. I mean, they it's do Detroit. Detroit. It's, it's just them being Detroit again. It's you know? just Detroit going for it four times on fourth down. I mean, you understood six. the last two. Six, six times. I'm sorry, six. They, you understood the first four is what I meant to say. Or not the the last two. You understood the last two. It's like you had to go for them at that point. But, you know, the, as we said, the first one, it's like, what are you doing? By the, the second one, the third one, it's like, dude, score points. Yeah. You know, and that that's a, um, a theme that's been going around in the NFL all week, which is going for, going for it on fourth down or, um, you know, two-point conversion, not getting the points, eventually, you know, losing the game or not going to overtime or whatever. I don't know what's happening. And Dan Campbell seems to be at the forefront of that idiocy. Well, thanks, Good for, for, them. thanks for leading us right into one of the other uh, best matchups of the weekend, Baltimore and, and uh, Cincinnati going out at AFC North matchup. And it comes comes down Baltimore. I mean, uh, Cincinnati is driving at the end of the game, and they have I think it was second and goal from the two yard line. Yeah, they end up doing the like the double reverse pass, the Philly special, lose a bunch of yards, and then they end up going for it on fourth and goal, even though they could kick a field goal to take the lead. And it's like yeah, yeah it's just like an epidemic across the league right now. We're we're gonna come into another couple games like that too. Definitely. Well, it's like what are you doing? The Raiders did what? it on Monday night when they, they the could have Raiders kicked an extra point to, to tie it up. Instead, they, it's they like, go for two. two to win the game. It's like, what do you, what you, there's plenty of time left. It's four and minutes left and Mahomes is on the other sideline. What are you doing? And then they get, they stop Mahomes and they got the ball back. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, now you can change your, your whole plan because all you need to do is get in field goal range and, you know, I get in field goal range anyways, but still, now the pressure, you know, it's not like the kicker has to go out there and win the game. You're already fucking tied. You will play more. Yeah. Stupid. I swear, that happened in like four or five games. I so swear to God, like, stupid. no one's kicking the field goal and taking the lead anymore. They want the touchdown or the two-point conversion to win the game, and it ends up costing them the game. And it's like, I don't know what your analytics are telling you, but, but it's stupid. It's fucking dumb. The Ravens. Also, the, yeah. the the number of times that announcers go, the analytics say to go, and I'm like, what analytics are you looking at? Because if it's a league average, like let's you, let's take this Patriots Lions game in perspective, yeah. where you go, the yeah. Lions are 0 for three at, at at some point in the game on fourth down. Are the analytics yeah. incorporating that, or are they just taking the league average where you're more likely to convert on well, fourth and down? Or should they, you adjust and go, okay, we suck at this? tonight let's do the other thing well that's because you know analytics is a baseball thing baseball is a lot easier thing to you know, break down to math football like you're saying there's i've heard other people you know everyone says that there's a feel to the game there's things that are going to happen that the numbers won't make sense that's why it's such a fucking great game like could, what I was it the, it the pick did who threw the pick was it the Bengals that threw the pick? Who someone threw a pick in the end zone when they went for it? Was that, that was last the, week? the Ravens two weeks ago against the Bills. Two weeks. Yep. Ago. Okay, so there you go. Another one. The Ravens two weeks ago. He threw the pick in the end zone. They're like, oh well, we figured nothing bad could happen. Oh yeah, like we were scared. So stupid. It's an epidemic, man. And they and by going for it early, I could understand late in the game, but going for it early, you just dig yourself a hole, you know. And now you have to do it for the rest of the game. Points. You, you need know? points. Yeah, but. Uh, Back to that Chiefs game uh, against the Raiders. Did you see that roughing the passer call? It happened yeah. twice this weekend. Yeah. I mean, Brady for and, uh, and sake, Derek dude. Carr. That was the weakest roughing the passer call. I've well, ever actually, seen no, I missed this one. I saw the Tampa one thinking of. So it was Chris Jones, and he strip sacked uh, Derek Carr, David Carr. Derek, Derek Carr. Derek Carr. That's impossible. That, man. I'm doing that forever. They look the um, same, they went to the same school. <laughs> I know their brothers is like, uh, yeah. So anyway, uh, Chris Jones strip sacks um, Derek Carr has the ball in his hands, literally has possession of the ball and lands on top of while uh, they're both Carr. above the ground. Yeah, and they call him for roughing the passer, and it totally changes the momentum of the game. Um, and then the fans went absolutely bonkers. Uh, 
bullshit. Wait a second. So he he hit the ball out, then fell on him. He pulled it out with one hand, had the ball in his hand, possessed perfect it. possession of the ball, perfect possession of the ball, and then fell on him. And then yeah. fell on him. While still bracing himself with his offhand, Chris Jones yeah. did, so that he didn't impact him with his well, entire that body not, weight. That's not, he's no longer a passer. Yeah, it doesn't right. make any sense. Right. We, exactly. we can't. Isn't that against the rules? So that yes. sounds like the fucking refs. They even, bundled yeah, regardless, it. Regardless, it shouldn't be roughing the pass, regardless of the passing or not. But since he had didn't even have the ball. You like can't could, review it. So they just had to go with what they thought they saw in real time. And that's what they need to change. They need to be able to review that because it's, it's out of control. Um, happened in, in the Bucks game, too, where the um, the Bucks are driving. It was third and five, and Grady Jarrett makes a great play. But mind you, it's a 21-15 game with like three minutes yeah. left in the fourth quarter. Well, it's, that's, this is the NFL's response to two of them. You know, that's, that's what it seems like. It's off the deep end. It's gone and, off the deep end. Well, and the thing is that someone should tell the NFL, it's like, look, if you're trying to prevent concussions, you're in the wrong goddamn fucking game here because <laughs> there's going to be concussions no matter what rules you have. You have people running at each other with plastic things on their head. They're going to be fucking concussions. So well, they, the point is when you see a concussion, you make sure that person does not go back the, in. The thing of it is also neither of these hits had anything to do, to do with, with concussions with their heads. Oh, I know. Yeah. yeah, you know, it, you know, oh, you're being too too, too mean rough. to the quarterback. Yeah, being too rough. You're being too rough with him. Yeah, you know, and it's like that kind of like, takes us money. Game. You know what I mean? And Troy Aikman had the best fucking line of the night. He goes, uh, you know, I don't know what what we're doing here, but the league needs to review this, and we need we need to get the dresses off, take our dresses <laughs> off. Yeah, you know, I was like, oh my god, like, they should be wearing dresses you. out there. Yeah, yeah. he's getting some heat and for that. He Just, is getting some heat for that, but you know what? He's fucking right, dude. He's like, right. You, if if that offends you, you shouldn't be watching football. Yeah. You shouldn't. You know, go One play two hand touch and fucking uh, and little flag football, yep. and patty cake, and and go fuck yourself because that's not what the NFL <laughs> has been growing up. I mean, people used to get hit so fucking hard back in the. Do you remember that Drew Bledsoe hit? Gosh, yeah. Can you imagine what that guy would be? Mo Lewis, he would be suspended for life now. He did Mo, that. Mo Lewis almost like ruptured his organs on that, on that hit. Yeah, can you imagine what that call yeah. would be now, dude? Can you imagine? Like, just the way it's come in the last few years, and I understand protecting the quarterback's head and protecting the, the face of the franchise, but some of these things are so ticky-tacky. That Grady Jarrett hit was textbook. Grabbed him by the hips, spun him around spun to the around. ground, didn't yeah. land on him. Got him on the ground. Nothing. You know, it was, it was a clean hit, it, and they would have had to punt the ball, and the the Falcons would have had the ball with three minutes to go down six points. Yeah. And it's like, you totally fucked that team. And yeah. that's a two and two team that that could, they could have been three and two. Well, well, and there were more calls too on that. You didn't really, they didn't point out because it wasn't as big or publicized games, but even the Patriots, the last, they called, uh, they called PI against Goff on one that Mac Wilson just like shoved them and didn't take him to the ground, didn't do anything. And they said, Oh, he went at the head. I think it was more of a makeup call because he had gotten crushed on. That's the one where he they just were... shoved him in the shoulder pads, right? Yeah, and they're like, it was like, well, you know, they're down twenty-nine nothing, so who gives a shit? But it's silly season because of two. What because like, of what happened? What is with that? You didn't call anything else, and then you call that one. Like yeah. I don't want you to call any of them. But that one is a joke. That's that that's a judgment call. Some of these things, and and it should be reviewable. Yeah, you know, and and I think there's been enough of a stink made where they probably will. Make it reviewable. Maybe on that one, yeah. We uh, we didn't touch on that enough. That we talked about it last week. That Belichick kind of has Goff's number, and uh, we definitely saw that Goff looked irritated, uncomfortable. His QBR came in at six. That's Ew. out of a hundred for the students at home. Just a couple things to tie that off. The the Brady uh, roughing the passer. I think it's one thing that is going overlooked is that the Falcons were down by six. And they have Marcus Mariota at quarterback, and it's like, were you really going to score a touchdown in the last in the two minute drill? Against- Dude, I, I got to say that <laughs> they scored all fifteen of their points in the fourth quarter. They were down twenty one nothing. Okay, that's. A good I mean, point. they they were they were playing pretty well at that point. They were coming back. the 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 Bucks should have put that game away way earlier. You know, they kind of took their foot off the gas. Yeah. For for them to have that kind of momentum in the fourth quarter, and then for that call to be made, it's just. Yeah. It's just, it's not right. You know, you know what I was going to say, too? Just looking at the scores of these games and over the last few weekends, I, I'd like to go back and to our previous shows and see what we say 
you know, through week five. But there is a lot of that. You know, it's a, a, a weird one to me. Um, and if I could change the game a little bit, uh, the Chargers and Browns, uh, Chargers won 30 to 28. Both played, both these teams played each other last year in week five, two years in a row. That is weird, right? Like, seems weird. You know, so anyway, why, great game. Why are you paying attention to that? I don't know, because I looked it up, and I'm like, 2021 came up, and I'm like, this isn't the right game, you know? And then I watched it again. I'm like, they both played in week five. Anyway, uh, great great game, man. These rushing attacks for both teams, unbelievable. Eckler, 16 for 173 and a touchdown. Kelly, 10 for 49 and a touchdown. Chubb, um, on the other side of the ball, 17 for 134 and two touchdowns. And then Kareem Hunt, 11 for 47 and a touchdown. The running games in the in in this game were unbelievable. So maybe that's something the Pats the, we could talk the about. Running the running games can. across the the league right now are the best I can. Nobody can stop the run right. Right. Nobody's the, stopping the run. Everyone's running rampant. It's weird. It's a weird year so far, and no one's really that good besides the Bills. To go to uh, kind of back what we were talking about earlier. All right. So Brissett throws a pick in the end zone. With 2:57 left on uh, third and seven from the Chargers nine, horrible throw. Chargers get the ball. Brandon Staley's out of his fucking mind. Yep. Um, up 30 to 28, a fourth and two from their own 45, and they go for it. Mind you, the Browns have zero timeouts and no passing game to speak of. And the Browns jo- get the ball on this and drive to the Chargers 36 and miss the field goal with their rookie kicker, uh, <laughs> Cade York. I mean, like, Brandon Staley. Terrible. Just, he just, it's its more, like, of the same that we've been talking about with these guys that just fucking go for it. It's like, are you out of your fucking mind? Like, he should have been fired last year. He was he did this all the time last year, and he was terrible. That's why they, did they miss the playoffs last year? Yep. No, they made the playoffs. They, no, they, they lost to the Raiders, didn't they? They lost to the Raiders in the weeks, the week 18 now, uh, and the Raiders went. To- yeah, right. so they didn't go to the he playoffs fucking- because of all of his dumbass shit. Not taking the points when he should have, or just taking the easy points when he should have. He's still got to eat. Like the Chargers, talent wise, should be the most. Like if they had some good coach. Well, they are missing Keenan Allen, but yeah, I mean, dumb. they have right now they have Josh Palmer and Mike Williams, and, and Mike Williams gets like 14 targets a game. And on the fourth and two, they threw a kind of like a shallow slant to Mike Williams. It wasn't even close. It was, it was broken up. It wasn't nearly open, you know? You have Austin Eckler having, like, a fucking unbelievable game, and you don't use him on your fourth and two. And I understand you have Herbert, but what the fuck? From that position oh, on the field go. to give the ball back, what are you doing? This is perfect. There's a little blurb on ESPN under the scoreboard You're up for that game. It says, it says, Brandon Staley trusted his gut, the analytics, and his offense, and he was wrong every single one. Trusted his gut or the analytics? It sounds like hedging his bets right yeah. he got very lucky in this game that would have been the worst look if he had gone for it there and and honestly the 54 yard field goal it wasn't even wide by a lot it was barely wide anyone but the browns and maybe detroit would have won that maybe chicago yeah. i mean that was like the i i hated that call and on your own side of the field to do that with a minute to go that's just with, silly up by two like <laughs> what so are we funny. doing here this is like basic football punt the ball yeah. they can't pass the browns can't fucking pass at all dude they i mean like what are they gonna rug nick chubb they don't have any timeouts yeah good point and guess who gets to play the browns next weekend the patriots uh kind of a difficult matchup when you look at it given that our defense's strength appears to be rushing the passer playing tight coverage on the back end uh and we get to face this two-headed running attack with a really a stellar offensive line very good it's going to be a, a difficult matchup for our defense offensively. Um, you know, we, we want to play ball control. We want to play pretty conservatively on offense. And then when you drop back to pass, you want to make sure that the quarterback is as protected as possible. And when you're going against Miles Garrett, Jadavian Clowney, say what you want about him, um, and all the other pass rushers that they got. I mean, you look at the talent on this defense, it's kind of staggering. Jeremiah Wosu, koromoa Denzel Ward, Greg Newsom. Uh, those two cornerbacks, first-round picks. Grant Delpit, I thought, should have been a first-round pick. John Johnson, big-money guy come on, coming over from the Rams. Ronnie Harrison, Alabama player. I think he went in the second round. I mean, Sione yep. Takitaki is, has always been making plays wherever, just at, at uh, 
every season that he's been playing for them. It's it's not a great matchup for the Patriots. And, and uh, one thing that I've heard multiple people say about the Browns is that they are physically impressive. Meaning, like, you got Miles Garrett, you got Nick Chubb, you got these guys that are just, like, A++ A++ athletes mm-hmm. on this team. And uh, I'm not saying the Patriots don't have people like that, but certainly not I mean, as many as the Browns do. Even uh, Amari Cooper... Uh, and Joku, and Joku's a great, incredible. He's a he's a great athlete. Yeah. Um, so I mean, they're they're loaded across. The, it's just a matter of putting it together. And I mean, they even got like Anthony Schwartz, who who you would know from Auburn, just an absolute burner. Speedster. Um, David Bell from Purdue. They got some players there. I mean, you have to account for these guys. Nick Chubb, honestly, Nick Chubb is the big is the big one, right? Like yeah. he's gonna Kareem, get his. Yeah, and even Kareem Hunt, like. That's the best backfield tandem in the NFL, so I don't really think it's close. And the Patriots have been struggling in run defense. So, I mean, it's not a great matchup, and I agree with you. Um, the one thing I would say, you can move the ball on defense for sure. Um, Running, dude. Yeah, and Miles Garrett has not been right. Uh, I mean, he got into that car accident flipped the car over. I don't, I, I don't think he played this week. No, he didn't. Um, is he, what's he doing in practice? Have you looked at it? I know mine says limited, uh, with a shoulder. They said they expected him back soon. He's, he's on that Mac Jones timetable. So they're not really a team that's going to beat you passing so much because they have Brissett there. I know Deshaun Watson's back with the team, but he's not going to be available. Um, but their running game is probably the best in the league is the, is the best in the league, uh, yardage wise. So that's where they're going to try to beat you on offense. Defensively, you could, you can run on them. Um, yeah. Passing's going to be a little bit tough. They got some good players in that secondary. Uh, Denzel Ward is a pretty good player. Um, but yeah, I'm looking at it. I'm just like, yeah, Ramondre time. Ramondre time. All week next week. You know, the thing is, like, you got to back him up. You can't just have him play the whole fucking game again. You know? Yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, I, I definitely agree with you guys on a lot of those points. Um, for me, you know, I, I think. This game and the next several games in a row is it's the run defense. I mean, you, we really have to figure that out and get it better and, and under you know find the right combinations to stop it or what have you. But I mean, this is the Browns. I'm not really worried about them. I they're giving up the same 5.3 yards per carry that they're achieving themselves. So I think we can definitely get at them and run all over them and um, you know. They lost to the Jets. They lost to Atlanta. I think they're they're pretty shitty overall. So we should take. We should be able to do it. I yeah, think, I wouldn't say they're I think shitty. It, they're not shitty. It's the Browns, dude. It's the Browns. Until they get Deshaun Watson back, I'm not worried about. It. This I mean, is the team that was in the AFC Championship game like two years ago with largely the same roster. Yeah, they're a good team. I mean, like this That's is a team you can't take. You can't take this team lightly, especially with Nick Chubb back there and Kareem Hunt. Um, it's really about the running game, I think, on both sides of the ball. You know, we need to be able to we need to be able to lean on Ramondre, but he needs to get spelled. So I don't know who we bring up there, but it sounds like Damian Harris is going to be out for like four weeks. Yeah. So we bring hamstring. up the rooks. Yeah, I think you're going to have to and just see what they got. And Johnny would be nice to have back for this game for sure. I don't know what's his status. No, nothing decided yet. We'll get our first injury report on Wednesday, recording this on Tuesday night. Um, I think one one area where the Patriots have a decided advantage, coaching. Bill Belichick loves, I mean, he loves the organization of the Cleveland Browns. He loves mm-hmm. the history of it. And given that they, I mean, I know it wasn't this ownership group and maybe not this iteration of the Browns, but he got fired by the Browns. And you know there's there's something in him, that, that little bit of extra motivation, not that he needs it. Uh, but he wants yeah. to stick it to him every time he goes there. Uh, he does. So I think that that helps. Kevin Stefanski is maybe he's not patient zero, but he's like patient two for this going forward on fourth down, over overrating the analytics, potentially underrating field goals. So uh, he's I, no slouch though. Didn't he win coach of the year a couple of years ago? He did. Yeah, two years ago. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's it, no slouch. He's not like. I mean. Yeah. That there award always goes to somebody fire with, before that. with a turnaround, where which is the reason that this reason this season it's going to go to Brian Dayball because the Giants sucked and now they're good. It's uh, really that offensive yeah. line too is is just a menace. Um, you got to be able to get to get some penetration there, and 
between Teller and Batonio and some of these guys they got there is fucking probably the best guard combination in the league. Um, they, yeah. need, they need to uh, they need to bring it this week. It'd be nice to have Lawrence Guy back too. I don't know what his as, look as, at as you far as like, looking well, for you know, Lawrence Guy. I got hear that out of you. Wow. Well, for run defense, it wouldn't be terrible to have him. I agree. I guess. We should have him. You know. Yeah. I mean, Jacoby's actually been playing fairly clean football. You know, not nothing. He's not really thrown for a lot. He's running a little bit. Basically, he's the ultimate game manager. It looks like. I feel like we know. You know, Bill will figure out something with him. He has a, some bad throws, and we, as a defense, luckily are starting to see him like we take advantage of that stuff. So a lot of zone coverage, um, I would expect. A lot of zone. You know, Chubb's gonna get his. We just have to be able to. You know, if we can get a lead. It's all it takes against the team that only can run the ball. You get some yeah, I think it's, lead. It's, it's a good test for uh, Zappy too. It you is. Know? It is a good on the road. Just hunker down. Stop the run. Make them pass. You know, <laughs> make them fucking pass. Put nine guys in the box and be like, all right, what are you gonna do? Yeah. Cover, cover Amari Cooper, and you know they really don't have. I mean, it's Covered. them. But in joke, who's never done anything against us? Maybe finally he's doing something. Peoples Jones isn't much. I mean, it's not. It's they're having a good. He's having a good season in Joku. Like the, the Peoples Jones. The Peoples yeah. Jones. And Brissett usually doesn't turn the ball over too. You know, he's he's just a kind of a game manager. He's, yeah, he's the ultimate game manager right now. Stats wise, yeah. he did last week though. He had a bad one last week. Definitely. Well, hopefully he throws a few bad ones this week. Yeah. Uh, this this weekend, not a ton of games stand out, but one stands out above the rest. Buffalo going to Kansas City. At the 325 slot, we're going to have Tony Romo, Jim Nance, a lot of, I don't know, Jims, a lot of those coming out. I don't, I mean, over under two and a half times, we see the 13 seconds clip. I mean, it's got, I, I got to take the over. The the mentions has got to be like over under seven and a half. Um, but that's going to be a, an incredible matchup. Kansas City looks yeah. like they're, they're firing right now. Buffalo just absolutely trounced Pittsburgh, who might be the worst team in the conference. Maybe. They look bad, dude. They looked really bad. They got torched. Josh Allen was just lighting them up with like sixty-yard bombs. I think they had a ninety-eight-yard play. Um, first game, first play of the game. One of the first plays of the game. Gabriel Davis torches them deep. Oh my god. This is like, yeah, this has got to be the worst, uh, worst team I can remember Tomlin having. I want to say the Steelers were like a fourteen-point dog for the first time in fifty years last what? week. Oh my god. Yeah. And it's like that's never happened to them before with ever betting line. Um, Meanwhile, that's only three coaches. So Patriots Browns is, is yeah, for me. I mean, I think that's a really good game. Um, Absolutely. Who do you guys have? Who do you guys have? In I take the Pats twenty-seven ten. I got the Pats too. I got it twenty-three seventeen. I like that score. Me and you have been kind of picking the yeah. scores in the ballpark. I'm going to go Pats twenty to seventeen. Yeah, I could see. Again, the the field goal thing. I think we're gonna have trouble in the red zone we, when that field get gets condensed. Yes. The safeties come up to the line of scrimmage. We can't run the ball and run get it, six to it, eight it. yards at a chunk. I think it's gonna be a fast game though, because Zappy's, of how much these teams are gonna be running. Yeah, very yeah. Be a oh, quick yeah. game. Well, then Zappy's uh, stats in the red zone last week it was like zero for four for like negative yardage. Like yeah. he did not throw the ball in the in red zone. And yeah, he only we got four we gotta, incompletions the whole game. Definitely and it was those. Uh, it was those four. You know, we'll take the points. We are one of the teams, one of the few teams that's proven we'll take the three. But it'd be nice to to get into the end zone a little bit more than this. Um, and hopefully, hopefully Zappy can do it, man. I don't know. You know, and Mac Jones could be back sooner than later. I I, I really don't know. He could mm-hmm. be back for this game, couldn't he? He could be back for this game. From from my perspective, I want them to play the game the exact same way, regardless of who. Same, same, yeah. dude. Hundred percent agree with that. Hundred percent. So who else we got this week? Not much. What you're right. Not, not much. Ravens Giants are is sadly a, sadly a good game. Huge <laughs> fucking game. The Giants yeah. are four Giants and one. They just they just beat the Packers one. over the pond. Yeah, I mean Saquon. They, it's like you know they they're trying to get Saquon the ball. And they're yeah. running him out of the wildcat, doing like end arounds to to tight ends and shit. And it's just like it's working for some reason. Uh, Darius Slayton's playing well, and their their defense isn't horrible like in years past. The Giants, that division didn't didn't I say they were going to be the shittiest fucking division in football? Great right now they and might now be the they best. Have, they're like the buzzsaw. It's 
I don't they have buy. a five and zero oh and two four and one teams there. Yeah, I don't buy it though. And then the Commanders. I'm, I'm not buying the Giants. Yeah, I'm not buying the Giants or the Cowboys. I don't know how the Cowboys are winning games. Well, yeah. Sunday Play night it. we're gonna get Rap a, a close peek. Dallas yeah, is, is actually uh, excited. I haven't seen a lot of Eagles, so that'll be good. Yeah, the Cowboys and the Eagles. That's gonna be a Titanic matchup. Is uh-huh. Dak back or no? No, Dak's not back yet. Broncos Chargers. Broncos practicing. Chargers easy he's for practicing. me. He's practicing. Broncos. But... The Broncos look inept. Like, I want to see the Chargers bury the Bronco, bury the hatchet for this season for the Broncos. Just uh, I, I think, think we're going need to, to take one game and talk about one instead of all three of us. All right, about let's let's focus on one. Let's let's talk about. Uh, There's not uh, much to talk about. That's Ravens it. Giants. We're talking about. Who do you guys have in that one? Oh, uh, I'll take I'll take the G men. I'll take the Ravens. Taking the G men. They're at they're in New York, right? I'll take the G. I'm not yeah. taking the G men. I'm I'm going Ravens. The Ravens. other. New York team, the Jets, just beat the Dolphins by 20. I know Bridgewater got knocked out of that game. Uh, but now they're going to be traveling to Green Bay to play the that Packers, is, who are reeling off, off a, a tough loss, uh, long-distance travel, getting back to the center of the country. Yeah. I don't know, man. <laughs> I honestly don't know. I, something inside me wants to say the Jets win that game, but it's in Green Bay. In Green Bay, is I can't it, do it. I can't do it. Zach Wilson's been playing no. well. All those rookies on that team look incredible. Garrett Wilson, Sauce Gardner, uh, Brees Hall. Brees Hall had like 197 yards from scrimmage last week um, against the Dolphins. The Dolphins game, Sauce Gardner blitzed on the first play of the game and injured Teddy Bridgewater, and they ended up getting a safety out of that. The game, Skylar Thompson what happened? came in. Yep. Oh, wow. Skylar Thompson came in, ran ran the Dolphins offense for the next for the rest of the game. And um, it was 1917 in the fourth quarter. So it was a tight game. And all of a sudden, the Jets just took over. Zach Wilson looked really good. Um, and they ended up winning, I think, 41-17, if I'm 40. not mistaken. 40-17, to 17. okay. Um, yeah, the Jets are kind of doing some things. They don't seem like a pushover like they used to be. No. And Our division's looking pretty good, Our too. division's good. I think they all have winning records except for us, right? Three and two, three and two, and four and one. Yeah. For the Bills. For the Bills. The East, the rise of the East this year. Uh, you you had mentioned the the Broncos. That Thursday night game was just uh, difficult to watch. And now this weekend they get to go against. Um, well, actually, it's Monday night. They get to go against Los Angeles Chargers in a game that, if you had told us this game was going to be on Monday night in August, we would have been licking our chops. I can't yeah. wait for this game. And now, after a month of watching whatever Russell Wilson is right now, Nathaniel Hackett at the yeah, it's home, like, yeah. you go, uh, I'm probably going to skip that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll probably watch it. I watch, I'll watch whenever I can, but, but no. Dak, uh, no one cares. Russell Wilson is bad. He's legitimately He's bad. bad. He's, He's bad. throwing like 59% or something like that, or 54%. Like... It's, and he's afraid to throw the quick slant now. Did you see Cortland Sutton f- to win that game? Yeah. To win that game, he he hesitated for like three seconds, and then he threw it. It's like, yeah, dude, it was he bad. was open. He was open three seconds ago. He's not open anymore. Yeah. And no. fucking, he threw the ball. <laughs> throw it, it on time. Like, dude, what what's going on with him? I don't know. It he doesn't. And they gave him. They Did gave you hear? Him did you see so the leak? much money? It was like he uh they they leaked out. Oh, Russell Wilson's dealing with uh an injury. I can't remember what it was. It was like an oblique or something like that. Honestly, I think it's a mental injury. That's yeah. what I think, dude. I think his, his brain is fucked. I don't know what's going on over there. Yeah. Maybe Nathaniel Hackett has poisoned him somehow, but they seem to be buddy-buddy. Like, this guy, I mean, I'd, I'd rather have Drew Locke right now, you know? He's been that bad. Nathaniel Hackett, I mean, if if I were watching this, this team, I'd be like, might be time to cut ties. I know it's only You'd five left. weeks into the year. I don't know what the record is for the the quickest firing. Urban Meyer, that might be the record, right? I don't know. Wasn't I mean, it like ten weeks? No. The earliest fire is that what you said? Yeah, fire? like earliest head coach firing. Well, I guess yeah. You uh, can't that's a great trivia question. I don't know. That would be a good while. one to know. But Bobby Rule Petrino was. I mean, left. I can't believe Rule left was gone to you know already. Matt Rule. But I guess got he's been two there. plus years. He got like two two and a quarter oh, years. Well, didn't the Broncos blow that game too? Well, Matt did they Rule go got for it on fourth down or third down instead of kicking the field goal there to tie yeah, it. They did the same thing. Well, like, what what saved Matt Rule from from being fired way earlier is they gave him like a five year, seventy six million dollar contract or something seven, like that. Seven year contract, fully guaranteed. Out, yeah, out of control contract. 
because one other <laughs> team wanted him and they were competing and it was like, oh, we're going to way overpay this guy. And I'm like, where was he from who? again? Baylor. Who? Baylor and previously oh, Temple. Oh yeah, God. which neither have really done shit. Like, what has Baylor done? You know? Well, he 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 was a turnaround guy where he like took over Temple. They had one win and then four wins, then seven, then nine. And then it was like, those are just like round numbers. I'm not sure specifics, but the same thing at Baylor. One win, four wins, nine wins, something like that. Yeah, well, I mean, Carolina looked terrible. Um, they never had that turnaround. <laughs> yeah, they never got the turnaround. And it's funny because Baker looked there's so many teams terrible, like this, dude. right? Like, there's so many teams like this that have like crazy talent. Like, I'm sorry, Carolina has crazy fucking talent on that team. All over the place. Defensively, offensively, yeah. and they're fucking garbage. Like, garbage. That, that pick Baker Mayfield threw to Mosley, who's now out for the season, by the way. Like, what are you fucking looking at, dude? Like, I, I don't he's know. He's gotten so much worse, too. Yeah, he's regressed, man. I thought he was going to be a lot better than Carolina. I was excited. Damn. Yeah. Mm. Same. So, Cowboys-Eagles. Um, who you guys got in that game? Eagles. It's in Philly. Eagles. I got to take the Eagles. Uh, the thing that... I picked up Dallas for my fantasy team, and they are just crushing it. I mean, it's like six sacks a game. It's insane. Defensively, uh, yeah. With Jalen Hurts, I just feel like with that offensive line and Jalen Hurts, the pass rush is uh, like pushed off to the side more so than it is against teams with a, a less mobile quarterback, a, a less fortified offensive line. So I feel like Dallas's strength is kind of neutralized in that sense. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then, I don't know, the Eagles, they just play from ahead. They get they get a fourteen point lead in the second quarter of every goddamn game, and then they give it up in the third and first half of the fourth quarter, and then they hang on. And yeah. I don't think Cooper Rush is the two minute drill. So yeah, no. But it is yeah. going to be interesting if Cooper Rush continues to win, and then when Dak gets back, like if they lose, what do you do? They're gonna they're gonna play Dak. But I know that they have to they have to. But like if Dak, what if Dak starts losing? Yeah. What if Dak goes over three? They lost. Uh, Cowboys lost Dalton Schultz too, I believe ankle injury or something like that oh, um, wow. i think yeah. dak is practicing but i don't think he's ready so i think probably cooper rush uh will play i'm gonna go eagles for sure um yeah, what's the other one chiefs and bills that's a great game uh, what do you guys think about that i'm i'm gonna take the chiefs just because i think they've beat better teams this year than the bills have and really number one it's the chiefs are at home both of those crowds both of those fan bases are insane yeah so there's I think it's, those are like the true home field the the typical like three-point swing either way those those yeah. ones are real like the chargers obviously don't they don't have a real one the commanders i almost forgot their name yeah mm-hmm. they don't have one but these two teams do so i think the chiefs yeah. being at home is huge the chiefs, so, this past week I, th- I thought their home field advantage especially after that chris jones thing played a huge part in the chiefs coming back to win that game um also, a couple bad or bad decision by Josh McDaniels, but I mean that that place is not a fun place to go. Um, and I know the Bills are on fire, but I think the Chiefs take that. Um, I'm I'm gonna go with the Bills. I think Sagging. the Bills have a lot to prove. Um, you know, after last the playoff run last year and them trying to be the best this year. Uh, I think they're going to really give it their all. And it's almost, I think it's going to be almost like one of these trap games where they win it in, in, in a you know dirty, down-to-the-minute game, just friggin' probably scoring points left and right, both teams. And they I think they'll pull it off just because of that. They're, they're going to want it more. But then next week they got the Packers and then they got the Jets, which I think, you know, this could take, this could be one of those games that takes a lot out of them if they do win. And then they drop one or two the following weeks because this is like the Bills are the classic team. Like this is their Super Bowl. Yeah. And week friggin' six, and then they throw it all on the table, and then they get a little mid-season woes because of it. So that's what I'm gonna go for. A couple other uh, other interesting game: Bengals Saints. Where do you guys fall on that one? Is it? I, yeah, I was just gonna say Saints seem really uninteresting at this point in the season to me. Andy Dalton's supposed to start this at quarterback for the Saints. Uh, the the Bengals are a riddle. They really are a strange team. I, I don't know, tell man. You what to, what to make it's out of them? In New Orleans, yeah, Jamar, Jamar Chase doesn't seem to be able to do what he was doing. I don't know what's going on with him. He had a pretty good game. game. He had a pretty good yeah, game last week, didn't he? Pretty good, but that's it. It's not like you know, absolutely dominant. Like twelve targets, expecting. twelve targets, seven catches for fifty yards. Yeah, 
I guess. I mean, that's, that's not, that's just whatever. I mean, it's a lot of targets. It um, is, yeah. Yeah, I don't know about this one, man. I got to think the Bengals should win this game, right? Especially if Andy Dalton's playing. But it's in New Orleans. I don't know. But two and three. They're both two and three. Yeah. I don't know. That's another fan base that, that makes a difference. Hey, the Rams suck, huh? The Holy Rams shit. are bad. Stafford's terrible. I think I, I saw some uh, stat where they put Matt Ryan this year with Indianapolis, who is objectively terrible, mm-hmm. with Matthew Stafford, and they had the exact same stats. It's like quarterback rating, touchdowns, interceptions, completion huh. percentage. All but when, I feel like when you stats. watch the game, when you watch a game, it's like that offensive line is fucking terrible. It's atrocious. They're all... Lo- they're all over Matt Stafford. They're all over the run game. That run game's got two legitimate backs that can't get shit. Um, yeah, I, I don't like the look of the Rams at all. You know, weird Super Bowl hangover by them. Yeah, and it's it was one of those, well, you, now with retrospect, you look at it and you're like, God, I should have known this. When the, the star defensive player was like, oh, I'm going to retire unless, oh, you, you, you're going to pay me a ton more money. Yeah, sure, I'll come back. The coach is yeah. like, oh, I'm going to go to Amazon and announce games. Oh, you're going to pay me a bunch more money. Sure, I'll come back. It's like, ugh, these money yeah, grabs. Yeah, like, right. Aaron Donald's like the least. They, they're full, like the, the motivation wasn't there. Aaron Donald's like the least of their worries, though. You know? I know, Jaylen but it Ramsey. sets an example for the rest of the team. Yeah. definitely. I mean, it does. I'm just wondering what they've done to address that offensive line with Andrew Whitworth uh, retiring, and it looks terrible. I don't, I don't know what the fuck they're doing over there, but Matt Stafford looks like he's playing for the Detroit Lions. <laughs> it's you kind know? of amazing you can't replace a 40-year-old left tackle. Yeah. You're like, that 40-year-old left tackle, he's just incredible. He's irreplaceable. I mean, you look at Jason Peters, he can't stay on the field for two straight series. His roster management. He's and, old, and, man. Jason Peters yeah. is an old man. So Developing. was Andrew Whitworth. <laughs> he yeah. played left tackle oh, yeah. on a Super Bowl champion. Yeah. I always hate when teams don't develop a replacement for a 40-year-old guy. You know, it's like it's like what we did with Tom Brady. He didn't develop anyone. You had to go get Cam Newton. Well, and... they developed Jimmy Garoppolo. Brady was just too good for... Well, he was gone by that time. Exactly. He was time, too good for too long. Know? Right. So. Yeah. And it's, it's costing him everything, really. Yeah. What's going on? Is he is he 100% getting divorced now? I don't I don't know. I just see the headlines. I don't click on them. It makes me sad. For a guy yeah. that was so private with so many things uh family-wise and now for this to be national news. Front page news, yeah. Like yeah. tabloid news and it's and he's getting memes. Antonio Brown's coming after him. Just like it makes yes, me sad. Jesus Christ. What a piece of shit that kid is. Huh? He's Antonio got brain Brown. damage. He's without a doubt has brain damage. Yeah, just something happened. That, he was not like this for like the first eight years of his, his career. He was yeah. not. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. He currently. Uh, one other thing about week six this weekend, the bye week. We've got four teams got on the bye. So the bye, if you're so watching Red Zone, watching you might notice that there's a couple less games that are happening during that. Detroit, Tennessee, Las Vegas, and Houston all go to the bye. Detroit needs it with all the injuries that they're having. Yeah. Uh, Las Vegas could probably use a regroup. I think the first month of the season has gone pretty for them. Houston, weird team. Houston, weird team. Quietly, quietly winning games. Yeah. Uh, they beat who, the Jag- Jaguars last week, right? Beat the yeah. Jaguars, Jaguars held like them to shit. six points. Ja- Jaguars is yeah. a team that two weeks ago we thought was actually good. Yeah, definitely. 1-3-1. and one. Just Classic give them, Houston Texler. They got a good running game now with that kid Pierce. Huh? Damian yeah. Pierce, every game, getting like almost 100 yards and a touchdown. Of course. Yeah. yeah. They got some pieces there, man. They're they're a sneaky little team. Like I feel like most of the teams in the NFL right now, you can't really sleep on anyone except for maybe the Lions. Uh, <laughs> you know, we'll see going forward. <laughs> yeah, if that holds I mean, true, the the Steelers, yeah. you could sleep on the Steelers all day. But I don't think you can sleep on the Jets. No, you know, that's one of those teams. Well, that we'll will be see. Huge. They might be there. I don't have any trust in. I don't have any faith in Salah. That team put up a forty burger on Miami. Pretty yeah. good. No, I know. I know. I just don't I don't have faith in Salah keeping that train rolling. This is true. This is true. Okay. Sounds like we got a lot to look forward to here in week six. Patriots going to Cleveland uh, to take on the Browns. We'll see if Belichick takes the team to the Jim Brown statue again like he did about 10 years ago. Um, Real quick before we get off, Mac Jones is completely healthy. Does he play this week? Completely healthy. Sure, yeah. I'll tell you. Yeah. Okay. If he's anything if he's, less, I'd say anything under ninety-five percent, he's not playing. Okay. If anybody is getting like the 
the ooh, Bailey Zappi might be better. It's, Zappi it's, fever. It's one game, and he played the worst defense in the NFL, and they asked him to do almost nothing. He had the, the lead the entire time. I mean, there was zero adversity. No. You, yeah. you really can't learn. I agree. <laughs> Good. <laughs> and on that note, we will we'll jump off for the week. Everybody enjoy week six. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you next week. All right, guys. See ya. Adios.